And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines in simple keywords with Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Well, good morning, Lena, and happy hump day. Happy hump day. Just a day before, technically, the start of a very, very long weekend. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit numb to that, actually. <laughs> we don't really get much of a holiday, do we? But uh, yes, it is the start of what is meant to be uh, a long holiday for everyone else. <laughs> we'll be in Sorry, it together. I'm being bitter. No, I'm being bitter. <laughs> no, no, it is what it is, and we'll make do with what we have. It'll be just fine, yeah. won't it, Adam? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's jump into our keyword news portion of the day. We're going to try to clarify some of these headlines for our listeners. Uh, this is our first pick of the day. Military Parade. So South Korea has carried out its first military parade in 10 years, showcasing the country's military hardware, sending a strong warning to North Korea. It, it certainly does send an echo of sort of the stance the UN administration has been taking. Can you tell us more? Yeah, so it is quite rare for South Korea to actually hold a military parade, especially in the heart of uh, the capital, Seoul. We usually associate military parades with North Korea. And of course, they are much larger and more extravagant in size and scale. But uh, this time it did happen uh, after 10 years uh, in Korea. Uh, it was held to mark the 75th Armed uh, Forces Day, which uh, actually falls on October 1st. But it was held beforehand, of course, because uh, uh, of the holiday. Now, the event kicked off in the morning with ceremonies and performances. Uh, at the Seoul Air Base there, President Yoon again warned North Korea against using nuclear weapons, uh, saying if it does, then the regime will be brought to an end. Now, he also pledged to ramp up support for the military uh, and the defense industry. Uh, the parade featured thousands of South Korean soldiers, accompanied by more than uh, 300 U.S. combat troops parading through the streets of Seoul. They were flanked by uh, tanks, mm. missiles and uh, other weapons. Uh, and in an apparent warning against North Korea, uh, the parade featured key weapon systems utilized in Seoul's uh, three-axis deterrent structure, uh, including Hyunmu service-to-service missiles, uh, unmanned combat systems that the military seeks to utilize for future warfare, but also um, on display, they included kind of these UAVs and other future warfare equipments. Now, Yoon joined the procession as well in the rain, walking together with uh, Defence Minister Lee Jong-sup and uh, other military commanders. Uh, the roads were lined uh, with spectators cheering as the tanks and uh, troops passed by. Uh, now, a flyby of F-35 jets and the country's first domestically uh, developed fighter, the KF-21, was actually scrapped because of uh, poor weather. It was a bit of a rainy day um, yesterday. Now, some activists, however, uh, held a demonstration near the site of the parade, denouncing the government for uh, fanning tensions with the North. Uh, of course, this parade comes... Uh, just about a week after the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un returned from a trip to Russia where he uh, pledged to boost military cooperation uh, mm. between the two countries. So this, um, of course, will likely raise tensions. North Korea will, of course, uh, most likely not be happy with this military parade and they might... Um, there are uh, expectations that another provocation may be down the line uh, from North Korea as well. All right. More on the tensions in the peninsula in the latter part of the segment. But let's take a closer look at the verdict that came out yesterday on the DP chief's ongoing case. Uh, this is our second keyword of the day. 
Warrants rejected. So the Seoul Central District Court has rejected an arrest warrant request against opposition leader Lee Jae-myung. Prosecutors had filed a request for various corruption allegations, potential destruction of evidence, and so on forth. What's the latest? Yeah, there were a lot of eyes uh, on this decision, and it did take uh, quite a while for uh, the court to come to a ruling. The decision came after actually more than seven hours of internal court deliberations, and that came after a nine-hour uh, arrest warrant hearing. Now, Judge Yu Chang-hun said prosecutors appeared to lack direct evidence of E being involved in these uh, high-profile land development scandals. Um, excuse me. You also noted that there was a room for dispute over E's awareness and involvement in another scandal over an underwear company's uh, illegal remittances to North Korea. And the judge said that uh, E did not pose a significant flight risk as well or uh, any threat to destroy evidence, uh, given his high public uh, profile. Uh, you said he should be allowed to prepare his legal defense outside of custody as well. But the judge did acknowledge that prosecutors had shown um, enough evidence to back allegations that he had committed subordination of perjury or coaching witnesses to lie. And he also noted uh, that there were reasonable suspicions about E's involvement in scandals that were highlighted by the prosecutors, uh, but that they just didn't have a direct evidence uh, right now. Uh, now, prosecutors called the court's decision uh, self-contradictory for allowing E to remain free, even after acknowledging that E had likely tried to tamper with witness uh, testimonies. E, on the other hand, of course, uh, thanked the judge for what he called a wise decision um, now, the DPG and his party, they have managed to avoid the worst case scenario of the arrest of the party leader or the first party leader in the history of the country. But uh, this isn't, uh, of course, the end of E's legal concerns or woes. Prosecutors can, of course, still pursue um, an indictment against him mm. without arresting him. Uh, so their investigation will continue. The prosecution is expected to carefully analyze the reasons for rejecting uh, the warrant by the courts and, mm. of course, revise its investigation direction, um, most likely after the Chuzok holiday, of course. Uh, mm. But uh, the prosecution will certainly be pursuing and continuing its probe. And, of course, um, that will ensue more tensions uh, with the Democratic Party chief. All right. Uh, and on to our third keyword of the day. More homes. So what are the latest efforts by the government to tackle insufficient housing supply in the greater capital region? The government says it plans to supply an additional 120,000 public homes by this year to help easy housing crunch. That's pretty ambitious. Can you tell us the details? Yeah, so uh, that's actually in addition to a plan by the government to deliver more than uh, one uh, million housing units by next year as well. So it's only a, a fraction of the uh, kind of overall plan that the government has. Now, the UN administration aims to supply a total of 2.7 million homes by the year 2027. That would actually be the end uh, of President Yoon's term. Now, the key focus of the plan is to address, of course, the shortage uh, in private sector supply, there will be a new development site uh, in the Greater Seoul area uh, with a total of 85,000 units scheduled for November. Uh, the third generation new towns uh, or third new towns uh, being developed in cities like Namyangju, Hanam and Koyang uh, 
uh, will increase housing supply by more than 30,000 units compared to the previous plan. Uh, this means that nearly 120,000 units of new supply will be introduced in the metropolitan area. However, measures to alleviate housing demand, such as tax relief, were not included in the plan. Uh, the government's housing supply targets for this year uh, in total are 260 units in the metropolitan area, and 210 units in other regions, totaling 470,000 um, yeah. units. Uh, however, the number of housing permits issued from January to August of this year was only uh, 213,000 units, which is about a 40% decrease from the same period last year. Mm. There's also been a decrease in construction volumes as well. Now, the sharp decline in housing supply indicators uh, came out of concerns that with a sudden drop in housing permits and constructions this year, there could be a housing shortage in two to three years, especially in light of rising home prices uh, and high interest rates. Uh, existing public support for private rental housing will be doubled as well from 10,000 units per year to 20,000 units per year. Uh, and the tenant selection process will also be simplified as well. So we are in a bit of a housing crunch at the moment. Uh, and of course, um, uh, that's part of the plan that the government has uh, is to increase mm. that housing supply. All right. With that, we move on to our fourth keyword of the day. Piling debt. So it turns out household debt continues to cause concern in Korea with a recent report from the BOK showing households having debts that are roughly three times their income. Tell us more. Yeah, so basically people are borrowing more than they can actually afford, of course, and that leads to a whole host of problems uh, for the uh, overall household debt situation uh, in Korea. Now, as of the second quarter of this year, the debt to income ratio or LTI of household debt ho holders uh, stood at an average of 300%, which is actually an increase of 34 percentage points compared to the fourth quarter of 2019, just before the pandemic. This means that on average, debtors have debts amounting to about three times their annual income, as you said. Now, the analysis considered not only household loans, but also loans classified as corporate loans. So that includes those for those uh, personal business owners. Mm. Uh, the central bank delinquency rate is also uh, said that delinquency rate is also uh, climbing as well. So basically people aren't able to pay back their loans. Now, household loans extended by banks rose by the sharpest in over two years in August on increased demand for mostly home-backed loans and so mortgages uh, amid high borrowing costs and some ease regulations when it comes to mortgages. Now, the report explained that young people have been increasing the use of home purchases as well with loans. Uh, for actual residence purposes, uh, thanks to expanded loans. Now, the report explained that middle-aged people, say in their 40s, had increased their household jet, uh, debt due to factors such as the purchase of high-value homes, uh, while those in their 50s saw an increase in personal business uh, owner loans. Now, there is concern that as income interruption occurs after uh, the mid-50s, there may be an increase in delinquency uh, rates. Uh, now, the report emphasized the need to strengthen debt management to prevent young people from increasing risks through uh, excessive borrowing uh, for home purchases. Um, it also stressed the importance of supporting the elderly population as well uh, in expanding mm. their income base and source as well so that they're actually able to pay back the loans that they take out. But of course, that will be the same story, not only for the elderly, but for also the younger and middle-aged generation uh, as well. All right. And with that, we move on to our final keyword of the day. Nuclear war imminent. 
So North Korea's ambassador to the UN has warned of an immediate danger of nuclear war, saying that's why the regime is urgently bolstering its self-defense capability. So it's trying to legitimize its uh, right. weapons program and its further mm-hmm. commitment to it. Yeah, that's right. So that's uh, probably why we've seen a lot of uh, frequency in terms of North Korea provocations, especially uh, under the UN administration. There's been, uh, of course, a heightened tensions between the two countries. Now, Kim Sung attributed uh, this to South Korea, the United States, mostly criticizing uh, their steps to enhance deterrence against North Korean threats. Of course, the alliance has uh, become uh, stronger under President Yoon, uh, he emphasized that the more provocative actions and military moves by hostile forces become, uh, the more North Korea will enhance its national defense capabilities. Now, the ambassador also criticized uh, the joint military drills between the U.S. and South Korea, as well as President Yoon's comments about arms deals between Russia and North Korea as well. And he accused the Yoon administration of raising tensions and referred to it as a Uh, puppet government, uh, uh, probably um, uh, alluding to the U.S. Now, in response, South Korea's deputy permanent representative to the U.N., Kim uh, Sang-jin, hit back, criticizing North Korea's allegations as groundless uh, and absurd, basically downplaying the threat that uh, North Korea uh, mentioned of a nuclear war, uh, saying that no one in the international community will actually believe their claims and saying that there's just a hot air coming out of the brace sheet. Thank you very much, Adam, for today's coverage. Have a safe day and we'll see you tomorrow. You're very welcome. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.